publishing a book is a victory, but it's not the end. After you sweep up the confetti and wash the champagne flutes, what's next? Authoring Onward is the podcast about those steps after your first publication. Going from published author to having a long-term writing career. And that has no clear endpoint and plenty of ups and downs. But telling stories for the long-term is so, so worth it. Sit back, listen, and together, let's author Onward. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Authoring Onward. I'm your host, author, editor, and book coach, Connie B. Dowell. And today is the first December episode of the podcast, which means we have entered the December theme of chill out. Because writing is stressful, folks. Um, It is the best job I've ever had. It is wonderful. It is beautiful. It is creative and fulfilling. But like any job, it also has its stressors. And we're also entering a particularly stressful time of year for a lot of folks. Um, The holidays are really upon us. Christmas is coming and it's already the middle of Hanukkah as I'm recording this. So there's a lot of new things happening, special things happening, a lot of pressure to get this right. And even though this is a time of great joy and celebration, it can also be a little bit stressful. So let's take the time as the weather turns colder, at least here in the Northern Hemisphere, to also chill our emotions and deal with the anxieties and stressors particular to being authors and particular to being writers at this time of year. Now, as for how this is going to work, I'm going to have two, possibly three episodes on the theme in December. Um, holidays are coming up and I will just make announcements as things come up. And then I will have one episode devoted to planning because I just love planning and this is the planning time of year. So that look out for all of those coming up. Um, again, the schedule is a little bit fluid for this last month of the year, but all those will be coming to your podcatcher soon. As for today, let's dive into kind of a little mini-sode dealing with some of these particular stressors and some quick tips for chilling out as a writer. So there are some particular stressors for writers as we enter December. One of them is reaching this end of the year point and realizing you've not accomplished everything you wanted to do in 2021. And I don't know about you, but I'm someone who likes to make really big audacious goals. And it's hard to live up to those goals all the time. There are some things I wanted to accomplish in 2021 that I know I did not. But there are also some things that I did not plan on that I could not have planned for in December of 2020 that came up and that I did accomplish. Um, There's things that I did not expect and chances that I did not even know I had available to take. So if you're reflecting back on your goals for 2021 and realizing you're not going to check off 
all the boxes. Maybe take a moment and focus less on the boxes you didn't check, more on the boxes you did check and the unexpected things that came up, the unexpected good opportunities that you were able to do, the new ideas and projects you had, things you could not have anticipated a year ago. 2021 is almost in the books. And while that can come with a little bit of regret for the things you didn't do, it's not really productive to focus on that regret. Instead, it's better to go into this holiday season grateful and joyful about the things that you did accomplish. So if there's lessons you've learned from the things you wanted to accomplish but didn't, fine, take a moment to record those lessons. But then shift that focus to a more productive and positive direction. Focus on what you did do, what you did right, and keep doing more of that. Another particular stressor for writers as we enter December is knowing that, you know, thing windows of opportunity are starting to close a little bit. People and institutions are taking off for the holidays and you might have had, you might have an upcoming deadline that you're trying to meet, a goal you want to get to before you take off for Christmas vacation or before you hit the end of the year. And sometimes those are hard deadlines. Sometimes they're deadlines you're imposing on yourself. Sometimes this is really a tie back to the point we just went over about stressing about accomplishing all you wanted in 2021. So it's important to take stock if you now have a month left in 2021 and a whole bunch of stuff to do. Take stock of how much you really have to get done because this really is the season where you're going to accomplish less than you would in another month. Um, It just is a fact. And even though it stinks and you might have, you know, I know I have the kind of brain that I want to do all the things all the time. We have to acknowledge that we can't do all the things all the time. We're going to burn out. We're going to get overstressed and we're not going to enjoy this holiday season. So take stock of what you have left to do. Take stock of the deadlines that are upcoming and which deadlines are soft deadlines that maybe deadlines you've imposed upon yourself and which deadlines are hard deadlines. What must get done and focus first on the must do's. Now there is a, you know, this common productivity square of the things deciding what things are urgent, what things are important, and figuring out what to do when. There are things that are urgent and important, obviously have to be handled right away. There are things that are urgent and not so important. And then there are things that are not important, not urgent, those can fall off. Things that are not important, or are important but not urgent, um, often get left behind. And so a lot of common productivity advice, and I will actually like, link to some stuff in the show notes because I know this is difficult to visualize and there is a, a little grid for this. Um, 
a lot of productivity advice encourages you to not forget the things that are important but not urgent in favor of only the urgent items. And that is a really good, solid piece of advice. Um, it's why I put writer writer further education, um, I'm saying this wrong, it's why I put writer continuing education as a category in my author planner, because that's very important, and but it's also not urgent. And so it's easy to, to kind of let that slide and let the idea of further educating yourself in your profession start to slide if you're not, you don't have those reminders um, to do it. It's extremely important but it's not as urgent as sending your next newsletter on time or getting your manuscript to your editor on time. So that is a really important piece, but here at the end of the year, if you've got lots of deadlines, important but not urgent actually can wait until January 2022. <laughs> so um, yeah, January 2022, can handle that part because it's easy. If you have a lot of deadlines to, you really do have to prioritize. Um, and it is also just as easy to spend time on the non-urgent things that make you feel really productive because you're afraid of tackling the scary, urgent things. And then suddenly, they have to be done. So make sure that you are doing what must be done here in, in this last month of 2021. And other things can scoot to January. Is it ideal? An ideal arrangement of your time? Maybe not. But remember, we're just getting through this season. We're getting through it imperfectly. And that's okay. So prioritize those deadlines. And then remember that 2022 is around the corner, nice and shiny and new. And this is one of my favorite things about this time of year is when everyone's focus turns towards planning for the next year. Because, um, and this is a piece of advice, please ignore it if planning is something that stresses you out. But if you're like me and planning is something that energizes you, um, because I like to spend time imagining all the new and shiny and wonderful things that I'm going to do in the upcoming year, then that can be a great way to deal with stress. Um, again, this is very personal and it might be totally the opposite for you. Planning might again, make you feel more and more pressure to do all the things. But if planning feels invigorating for you, then it's something that you can do to actually de-stress and to feel more in control of the situation. Whenever I feel particularly stressed, I feel better with a planning session. Um, when I don't have a plan, that's when I feel the most stressed. Now, let's talk a little bit about some kind of general stressing de-stressing advice this time of year. Um, and I'll get more in depth in that on general anxiety management and some upcoming episodes, hopefully with a guest. But 
some quick tips that I can give y'all today is one to remember that you have many, many chances. So I think a good deal of writing stress, particularly writing stress, as it comes during the drafting process is wanting to get it perfect. Feeling like this manuscript has to be the one. This book has to take off. This thing that I am making has to be just right. I have to get this right. I can't fail. But, and this is something that comes with time. The more books you you put out, the more manuscripts you write, the more chances you take, the more you realize that you have more chances. And and the, sta- the sting and the fear of failure gets less because eventually you are going to have something that kind of bombs. You are going to put out a book that does not work. Um, you are going to write a manuscript you thought was wonderful and then nobody picks it up. Um, eventually you're going you're gonna to really strike out in a big, big way. But you, when you thought it was a winner. So... But the big lesson that you get from that is picking it up again and trying again, realizing it was one of many chances and that the people who are the most successful don't have the lightning in a bottle moment. They took lots and lots of chances. They had many, they did many, many, many tries and that's what increases your likelihood of any one of those tries really knocking it out of the park. So to take that pressure off, remember, this is only one of many opportunities. Another way to take the pressure off um, and to de-stress is to have a non-writing hobby. And this you know, this might seem like a really basic advice, but I have met so many writers, particularly those who are writing and balancing a day job at the same time, and maybe family responsibilities at the same time, where writing is their hobby, but it's also a job. Because they are, you know, publishing their act or actively pursuing publication. It is their part time job, and they have no other hobbies. Like they have writing, they have their day job, they have their family, and they don't have anything else. And that, you know, it seems like it's a great focused, productive situation, but it actually is really, really stressful to have no outlet. Everything is important. Everything is work in their life and nothing is play. And you need to have play to to survive as a human long-term. So you need to have a hobby, even if it's not as frequent as you like, even if you, you know, even if it's, it's, it's very small, you need to have something that you do for play. You could go for a hike once in a while. You could, um, you could be cooking, you could be baking, whatever floats your boat, whatever is fun to you, make time to do that, even if that does take some time away from your writing. But you need that time to to be a human. There's way too many writers, particularly women, um, and particularly women with children, who 
categorize their writing time as self-care. Writing, if, if writing is a hobby for you, then writing is self-care. But if writing is something you are doing, you are doing professionally, you are pursuing to do it professionally, then it's not self-care. It's a job. And people love to say, treat it like a job. And that's great advice. But treating it like a job also means realizing that it is not, you need more to make you whole. So have a non-writing hobby, whatever that is. Something you do just for you. There's no pressure. Um, For me, I have loved, and I wished I had done this sooner, learning to play the violin. And I've played a little tune for you guys at one point on the podcast. But one of the things I love about it is that I can just do it for joy and I can feel free to be terrible. Like, if I play all out of tune, who's it hurting? Maybe my kid's eardrums. Um, but there's no pressure. There's absolutely no pressure. It's just creative fun. I'm not monetizing this in any way. It's only for me. Find something like that for you. Then take time just to be. And in this particular season, I would also add to take that time to be cozy. Um, Now, for me, this is really hard. It's hard for me to to not do anything Um, because I I just want to to always be doing something. Um, And so if you you have a hard time sitting still, not being productive, not doing anything, um, find a fidgety type hobby. Um, find so- something that you can do and not you have to pay any partic- particular attention to it, or at least not lots of attention, just something relaxing that does get you moving. I'm not somebody who can sit still who who really finds it particularly relaxing to like watch TV on the couch all day and not be moving my hands. So again, to suggest one of my own hobbies is uh, knitting, knitting or crochet or um, cross stitch or something like that that gets your hands moving, but you don't have to do lots of thinking about it. Um, when you first learn to knit, you do have to do some thinking because you're learning how it works. Um, but nowadays I once I, I get in a, a pattern going for a couple of rows, I don't have to do much thinking. My hands are, are just moving pretty automatically. And I can actually like be still and like have a cup of tea and listen to an audiobook and knit. And that is as still as I am capable of being. <laughs> and it's really, truly relaxing. So do something like that. Do something cozy, relaxing, put on some holiday music and just settle in for a little while and really try to turn your writer brain off just for a bit. Remember, it's the holidays. You're supposed to be having fun. So that is it for this time. I'm just kind of 
quick tips about de-stressing and some of the particular stressors that occur to writers at this time of year. And so I will be back next week. And I am, if you are wondering when I will have a 2022 edition of the Massey Author Planner, that is coming very, very soon. In fact, so soon that if you are, if you receive my weekly newsletter, um, and I will put a link in the show notes to go sign up, um, you can sign up and, uh, and get a weekly newsletter every usually Friday or Saturday when I send it out. But if you get that this week, then you will hopefully have an announcement about the 2022 Messy Author Planner because it's very, very, very close. Until next time, chill out and happy writing. <laughs>